Green popcorn in the car. Green popcorn in the car. Welcome, everybody, to Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Green Tim Heidecker. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you like to eat all forms of corn? I'm glad we do that. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Saying two names of the show in the beginning is hard. Uh, welcome, everyone, to We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It is Sunday, October 4th. Um, we'll be recapping the show from October 1st. Um, we being myself, Michael, and my co-host, Carl. Carl, how are we doing on Sunday night? Chilling. No Sunday scaries over here. He's ready to rock and roll. I don't think we've done a uh, recap at night. So evening vibes, yeah. Yeah, for all those evening uh, Eugenes, we're out here. So let's do this. Yeah, um, ready to rock. It's Rocktober, as uh, as they said at the beginning of the show, um, and. We're going to start off with uh, no Vic. Um, Vic was not able to be at the compound because he's playing it safe. His neighbors have COVID. His kids might have COVID. People might have COVID. Everybody's got COVID. Um, Oh, you mean the Trump virus? The Trump virus, which is uh, ironically named the Trump virus now. Um, We can actually call it that. Um, which kind of throws a lot of things they talked about in this episode kind of, you know, it's just like a couple days later and things have, you know, gotten... Big foreshadowing. Yeah, it's been a big foreshadowing since, uh, since this pandemic started and the way that Trump has acted towards it has all just been leading up to him getting it. It was always kind of a joke. Now it's real, we guess. Some people think it's not real. Um, how did you, uh, how have you been dealing with that news any anxiety? Any cheering? What's your reaction? Uh, I think I heard about this on Friday, or was it Friday or Thursday? When did that news get released? It's Thursday night. A lot of people found out Friday morning, but yeah, Thursday. Oh, yeah. Um, so it would definitely set the pace for that Friday. Um, collectively, my Friday was pretty good. I had a nice bike ride after work, mm-hmm. even though I had to drive in. So uh, the weather was nice. I biked out hung out with a friend for a bit and I don't know I mean life still goes on some people say that he hasn't done anything in the past four years so you know just gotta keep going that's life um how do you think this how do you think this will affect the election and like what what people think of him now that he's you know contracted the virus do you think um you think this hurts his chances do you think there's any way this helps his chances do you think it hasn't changed much at all what do you think I don't think it's going to change too, too much. Uh, I've talked to a few people on what they think the outcome is going to be based off of this or what they want to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting to hear a variety of answers. That. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, at first I was like, I don't know, maybe this is going to in some way help him. Like people will feel, you know, I do think some people will feel bad for him. I don't know if that would make them want to vote for him. 
Um, but then, just as I've been watching him, kind of like it's just kind of been a little, just a little sad to see him, you know, <laughs> do like try to do his thing, you know, in in lieu of what's happening, saying things like I, I think I'm very well, you know, just like, <laughs> just like it's just kind of like sad. It's just like, oh man, he can't, you know, you could tell he's like a little scared maybe or something, but it, it, it's. It's fun to see him like humanized a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit by this thing, um, but I'm sure he's gonna spin it somehow. Um, but yeah, very interesting because the debates happened obviously, um, you know, the night before the recording, so that was a big topic. Um, Vic not being at the show kind of drove things, you know, talking COVID and all sorts of stuff, um, and. Uh, I was I, I liked that Vic had to deal with being in the Zoom, and uh, you know, he said he had a new respect for the show, hearing how it sounds from the, the Zoom experience, which is not not as exciting and not as clean. Um, <clears throat> and we got yeah. to see uh, we got to find out what what Doug brings on his own. They had, they had mentioned, and you know, you get to find out which which drops are Doug's, which has always been an interest of mine of who's doing what. You know, so now when you you know. Some, yeah, we've talked about that yeah, so, before. Some of that's been revealed a little bit now, which is fun for the, us. The one uh, Kevin Federline, Bopo Zhao. There was a Prince one that I haven't heard before. I don't think. Yeah, um, I, I think there were I think a few for the mo- that were new. It's some like- mu- some music ones I think came in. Uh, like Vic, Vic popped a couple in that were like, "Oh, that's Vic that does that every time." I can't remember specifically what they were, but. Yeah. Um, so they they used that one fire song. Yeah, the um, they talked about the debate. Did you watch the debate? Nope. Nope. Carl, I would I should have guessed you would not have watched the debate. I did no, watch the no. debate. I was um, strangely on that Tuesday. I want to say I had my one day where I had to go back to Buffalo. I was in Connecticut working, and I had. One day I drove to Buffalo and then I flew out to Atlanta the next day. So it was like my one day I went to like hung with my folks and, you know, we watched the debate. And like I was like, oh, God, that was such a waste of time that we could have just enjoyed our company and talked about, you know, other things. But instead we watched this insanity and it was just, a, you know, it's just it's, it's insane where we are with these things, um, with the where we are in the year 2020 and what a debate looks like a presidential debate it's just embarrassing um so yeah i don't you know because now he's gotten corona it's just like i don't the debate's like old news it's like i don't you know there's nothing really to talk about there besides the fact that he's just the same old jerk and and i think joe biden did okay um yeah i heard all of it, it was just a wreck it just wasn't even a debate. It was just an argument. Yeah. Um, so Christina Lee was a um, our in-studio guest, Matt's wife, Christina Lee, um, who, uh, when we talked to Matt before, he told us about how she was in the entertainment industry, and she, um, you know, she talked a little bit I think it might have been in After Hours when she told a little bit about her um, 
getting into you know some of her experiences and her new podcast and stuff but she was a nice presence i think just like having a f- like you know like when we've had you know you have a female in the room it's like a nice um change of pace and i think it chilled out the show quite a bit i think it um you know matt got a little more involved and um she's i mean their ad was still uh what they wanted it to be they didn't yeah they didn't they, they definitely pushed the ad even yeah further than you could have imagined um they talked a little bit about borat and dune and um tim got a link to the new borat movie who knew there was a new borat movie i guess there is yeah there was talk of that i forget where exactly i read it but have you seen the trailer yet I did not watch the trailer. Um, oh, okay. I uh, I'm kind of a non-trailer watcher for things that I may actually want to see or care about. Borat seems like mm. one that I I may not really care that much about, but really? I just don't. Yeah, so I didn't watch the Dune trailer. I saw like a little teaser on TV the one day, but yeah, I like to go in cold. I, you know, I I feel like trailers these days really give away quite a bit and can ruin the experience a little bit so it's kind of a lame thing but i i do care about cinematic experiences when i have them and if i can have them unsullied as they say sometimes i will um you know stay away from trailers so i haven't watched the trailers i heard they were fine um so so what did you think of the borat trailer I was a fan of the first one. The second one seems as if it's definitely acknowledging Sasha Baron Cohen's presence as someone who's, if, if you see them on the street, you know it's them, uh-huh. especially if they're in character. I thought that it did a good job of bringing in what I think is characters from the show he had on Showtime. Ollie G. So, yeah. Um, not so much Ollie G, because Ollie G was on... Um, HBO one, but on Showtime, I believe it was called What Is America? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The more like two or three years ago. Oh, yeah, the more recent Sasha Baron Cohen show, yeah. Right. So I feel as if they're going to have a mix of Borat, obviously, but also those characters. Mm -hmm. And I think that as long as it's not scripted like the dictator was, it seems promising. Mm -hmm. Tim signed off on it. So, uh... yeah, I guess so. He didn't really, I mean, I guess he's not really allowed to, to say much, but. Yeah, it's interesting that he talked about the non-disclosure agreement, which I assumed stood for NDA. Mm -hmm. I think um, I thought it was interesting that he, you know, Tim's a comedy guy. They send him the 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 movie to give notes, as he said, and I wonder what he uh, what he what kind of feedback he gave. Maybe someday we'll find out. Um, We uh, somehow got into Proud Boy talk. Oh yeah, because at the debate. uh, Trump told the Proud Boys to stand by, which that was my only like holy shit moment from the debate. I don't know if you saw that clip, but they asked Trump to condemn white supremacists, and he was like, "Sure, I'll do it. Just name somebody." And, and Biden said, "The Proud Boys," and he said, "Proud Boys, yeah, Proud Boys, stand down and stand by." <laughs> he didn't condemn them, so that was yeah. pretty fucked up. Um, but yeah, the, Tim's new group that they're starting, the Reasonable Men, uh, <laughs> which is uh, I've seen some images online and stuff now. It's pretty funny. Um, they can masturbate uh, where, whenever. So that's and they accept women. I saw on a post today. It's not just reasonable men. And city of the day. Uh, 
brought to you by Nutsack. Um, Chuck Nyuk's um, Nutsack. This one was pretty out there again. I mean, they're, they're going for it. Um, yogurt. This was very much a Cinco kind of product sounding type thing, I thought. Um, with like a built-in yogurt stash in your pants and, um, you know, led to some, you know, funny... Yeah, there was some more wordplay stuff. Um, Did Doug send out an email this week saying this was the ad that he originally pitched for Awesome Show, but they never did it? I th- no, I think corn. I think um, cream corn on the cob was. Oh, that, um, that's it, right, right, right. Yeah, cream corn this on the cob. Like another one. That this does of, uh, sure. I wasn't sure. Was it revealed that that was Doug's idea? It's not, it seemed like maybe it was. He he was kind of chuckling at some when Tim was reading it, so. Um, maybe he's chuckling at his own jokes, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that was that was a funny one. Um, well done. Um, they somebody called in to guess the code, which I thought was that was that's a fun way to do this. Have somebody call in and guess the city of the day. That makes it a little more interactive. Um, the guy guessed Paris, which was wrong, and uh, Matt took a little offense to that saying what do you think is my first first code here i'm better than that so um the city was some city in ukraine i didn't write it down um and i'm really you know it sounds like matt's gonna make this a tough code from the way he was uh describing it so i don't know how much energy i'll put into cracking the code i'll maybe i'll let the uh the audience figure that out i'm not the type um, but it's fun that Tim and Doug don't know the code either, so that makes it a little more interesting. Um, I figure by the fifth city, someone will have the code. Sure. I mean, somebody might have it by the next city. I mean, two is a pretty big tell. To, to connect a city in Ukraine and Athens, Greece, there's got to be, there's only so many connections you can have there. So right. if you just Google those cities, maybe there's a, you know, and what kind of article would those two cities come up you know who knows um but maybe it's more complex than that uh so what was the city again you staying i don't remember there's there's the twitter guy that uh it was in ukraine it started with a oh, yeah. started with a k we should talk to him sometime or her city of the day mysterious city of the day person yeah um Tim described a sweaty walk that he took during this um, supposed heat wave they're having in L.A. Um, and Tim actually f- fell down in a convenience store while trying to buy beverages. It was a little scary. Uh, um, you ever had a heat stroke type incident? I haven't. Um I, I never have fainted. Um, I got like, I've been knocked unconscious like on the, when I played hockey as a, like in high school, that's the closest thing I've had to something like that. Some concussions. I fell down a steep uh, ski hill once, but no, never just a heat exhaustion or any kind of uh, fainting. But it sounds, it sounds scary. I've seen some people kind of crash out. Um, a lot of times that's been like, kind of drugs or alcohol related at like a concert there's been some people i've seen that have gone down uh but yeah that's scary um tim you're losing too much weight too fast man you gotta chill on the you gotta make sure you're 
you know, you're still getting those calories, got that energy, so you can burn it, uh, especially in the heat. So, what about you? Ever faint? No, I've tried to be a lot better with water um, as I've gotten older. It's like kind of a habit. Kind of sucks how addicted to it I am. Like always trying to fill my water. Mm -hmm. Think of when I can get water. I had a water. I had a water timer that I had for a while because I I have like a I have a condition where I, I take a medication where I need to hydrate quite a bit. So I was on like every twenty minutes, this little beeper would go off on my phone, and I would have to take a big swig of water. And uh, that went on for a long time. I'm off it now because I can just kind of you know remember to stay hydrated but for a while i was doing it and man it's a lot of peeing and a lot of uh you know it's a, it's a hassle but um you know it, you do feel i mean when you are like fully hydrated it, you feel better it's just this is the way it is plain and simple um the branchburg boys were our guests here um that first came up not counting uh christina did you um did you ever listen to the branchburg uh, podcast yeah it feels like forever ago that first season dropped mm-hmm. you listened to the I whole thing I, I don't know if i finished it but it was funny and interesting i think you have to listen to it in a certain mood when you're like not doing something and you can kind of visualize what's going on yeah it's a very but much they, you have to pay attention it well. it's, it's quick and i thought it was funny i, I listened to a couple episodes and then just I don't know whether I forgot about it or didn't care enough to go back. Um, it was a lot. It was dense. You know what I mean? And it was very, yeah. um, it was very like Tom goes to the mayor ish, you know, like there's a lot of like this little town with the different characters and the businesses. And, um, it was kind of like a Tom goes to the mayor podcast sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. it's interesting how many new guests they have for this season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they mentioned, Connor O'Malley and I think Tim and they mentioned someone else that mm-hmm. I was interested in. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if, if I'll have to listen to the other one or if I'll listen to this one, but if you like that kind of, um, you know, fiction storytelling style podcast, I have I've tried to get into some of those. I've been recommended some of those. Like, there's one called. Uh, Oh, shit, it's it's one that like takes it's like a fantasy one that takes place in a bar and like I don't know it's like super, super popular and like all sorts of famous comedians and different people voice it every week and I tried listening to it and I'm just like I can't I can't do it I, you know I don't know I just don't stay engaged um so yeah but those guys they're they seem like nice boys and um you know that was just a quick little chat nothing um. You know, kind of a quick stop by. Um, not a lot to discuss there. Um, unless you had anything that maybe you noted from that talk. No. Yeah. Worth checking out, though. Yeah. For the new season, too. So sure. find it wherever you get your podcasts. I like... Um, Welcome to Branchburg. Yeah. They they kept calling it the wrong thing. or Tim was calling it the wrong name or something. Maybe it isn't. This is Rant. This is Branchburg, or I don't remember. Yeah, I'm always curious what Tim's like affiliation is with uh, anything absolutely that's produced. Because I think at one point he was even asking for Corey's last name. Like he just didn't <laughs> know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I'm sure. I think. Um, I'm trying to think about what. Um, 
I'm sure that he has like a little bit of input and stuff. And, you know, I think he said it was his idea for them to do a podcast. So yeah, because he does the intro, at least it did for the first season. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think he probably is like, you know, minimally involved in lots of things, but involved enough to, uh, you know, help produce these things. Um, Do you think your boss knows uh, your last name, Mike? My boss. um, I don't even know who my boss is, who would be considered my boss, but yeah, the important people do know my last name. That's, they, they do, but I work with a, you know, pretty you know, reasonable amount of, uh, of people and we're pretty closely connected. So, um, yeah, okay. luckily, who do yeah. you like the least? Who do I like the least at my work? Yeah. Air them out. There's someone, <laughs> There's someone that's got to get shoveled. Let's hear it. Um, some people, it's interesting. Some people I really I'm very close with, and then as soon as we go on the air and we're like doing our job on the air, they kind of change their tune and they kind of turn into a little bit of a little crazy and a little loud and a little obnoxious. And it's like, man, if you were just like the way you are, and you know, outside of not outside of work, but outside of there's like a switch that goes off when people go on the air. Where they are just, you know, they can't handle the stress of what's going on. Um, so, um, so yeah, there's some people that, you know, uh, you know, are, are, I'm less of a fan of while we're on the air. And then there's other ones that are just crazy, but it's like kind of entertaining. Um, you know, you kind of like laugh along with it. But no, I, you know, I, I, it's all love from me, Carl. All love from me. I respect mm. everyone. Um, okay. Okay. That's how it should be. Um. Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was fun. They queued up this thing and and said like, "What, you know, what is this music going to sound like?" And they heard the, <laughs> they they queued it up with this message on the Kelly Clarkson show. And Vin Diesel had this exceptionally low voice <laughs> over the Zoom, and I don't know if it was his recording or something. Like, cause we've all heard heard Vin Diesel talk in things. I mean, I guess in the movies and stuff, and. He's got a deep voice, sure does. But this was like yeah. this was like crazy deep, and um, this led to another Tim uh, impression, which was fantastic. He was doing he was doing Diesel for a lot of the show after this, which was great. Um, and uh, you know, it was fun to guess the guess what it was going to sound like. Um, Doug had the best guess of him sounding like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Um, and then the music was very underwhelming. Um, some kind of like, you know, lame, as they called it, like elevator music or just, I don't know what you'd call that downbeat. Um, I don't know. It was just not very interesting at all. Nope. Um, But it's funny. I saw so many people post it jokingly whenever it dropped. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, the I thought they had said they had some fun looking at the like the Zoom audience those screens at the Kelly Clarkson show that was ludicrous I had not seen that before I hadn't seen that program so that's a very funny way they're doing that with them all dancing to the song yeah that, I'm more of a Ruben Stoddard live kind of guy there you go um, so yeah Tim's Vin Diesel impression is great um, 
he went in, you know, he did a couple bits about how, like, you know, how he came, you know, how he came up with the song and, you know, quickly jumped in some bits. It was great. Um, Dom the Deadhead. It's been a while since we've seen him. Uh, he um, tried to play along with Tim. It didn't really work that great. And, man, Dom the Deadhead took up some airspace with this um, Spaghetti Shakers bit, which was like... Is this a bit like I, I didn't I didn't dig in I really um I don't know it, it's strange Dom the Deadhead is like I'm, for whatever reason I'm always just like kind of ready for his <laughs> for him to finish up whatever he's saying I, 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 I mean even Tim slouches at some point yeah like, like, all right, right, oh my yeah God, like and he, here we go. He, he's always just like one more thing like I want to talk it's like what you're like he's he, right. he's always got a mouth he's always got a mouthful of the shit ready to say and, yeah. and you know it just i'm looking at it now and it's so scary that he has a black cat and just looking at the screen sometimes <laughs> throughout while i'm talking about this dumb spaghetti cup. yeah <laughs> i still october i still didn't know whether this spaghetti like the spaghetti thing seems fake and it seems like something i don't even know it seems like some sort of gag that like maybe he brought to fruition just for a, some sort of joke or I don't even know I, I really can't figure it out and I don't really care enough to figure it out um, so okay Dom that's interesting but um, it kind of yeah looking at it now I know that they keep going back between him and Vic and I kind of <laughs> wish that they did something with Vic's space even though he wasn't there yeah um, I don't remember Vic getting that involved there um I didn't know anything from Vic. Um, no, they. Ju- I mean, he just they just randomly show him because of Zoom. Yeah, like, yeah. Um. So Christina's dad, Doctor Lee, joins after that. Shortly after that, and um, he seems like a very nice fella. Um. He's out in Lancaster. Lancaster. And um. You know, he plays a mean classical guitar, we hear, um, although he's quite uh, humble about it. Um, and then... Yeah, it sounds like he's living a good retired life. Yeah, flying to Korea and jet-setting and doing his thing. Um, they got heavily into politics. He's a political science uh, professor, or, you know, doctorate and, you know, ex-professor. And I thought it was interesting he's... He was a Biden guy, even, you know, like, you know, he was a Biden supporter before he was nominated. Like, he, he was supporting him through the primaries and, and such. And then, <laughs> but then, uh, but then Doug asked if he could name any of his accomplishments, and he couldn't. So that was kind of funny. Because um, you've been a supporter of the guy, but you don't know. And that's always a thing. I mean, Biden does kind of just you kind of like you start thinking about joe biden you just come up with like a blank slate you just got nothing you're just like hey, he's just like a, yeah. he's just like a good guy you know there's not there's nothing else really there okay he's just another person that's alive and seems okay for the t- task at this point sure so we'll take him. sure um they talked socialism um you know i don't you know i don't know if i need to <laughs> get into too much of all that you know they talked about denmark i spent some time in denmark um quite a bit of time 
filming a movie there that's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called Solo Project. Carl has watched a few minutes of it, and he loved those few minutes. Um, but yeah, Dr. Man Wu Lee, uh, he was uh, added a, a nice little uh, segment there. It got pretty, you know, serious and stuff, um, as things do when they talk politics, especially this time of year and in this year. Um, and, uh, you know, that was about it for the main show. I don't know if you had anything else noted of interest from the main show. I kind of at this point have some after hours notes and um dr lee was pretty cool yeah he was <laughs> super cool probably got a lot of good stories sure I it was a good uh change of scenery for the show i wonder it if it's interesting to hear about christina's podcast too Mm-hmm. yep racism in the entertainment industry yeah they talked a little bit um they got into that a little more in after hours um they the I wonder if it was like a tough week for guests. I mean, not to, you know, the guys from Branchburg kind of just seem like, yeah, I'm sure they'd be up for it. Um, you know, Tim's kind of their boss, uh, I guess, to some extent. And then, you know, Christina's Matt's wife and her father, like, you know, I don't want to downplay the guests or anything, but it just, I wonder, you know, it's just kind of like a, you know, no huge celebrity appearances or anything kind of it was all just very familiar everybody was kind of familiar and it's kind of low it made the episode sort of low key which i like i like that it was just an easy listening there was no big rants there was no big explosions or you know holy shit moments it was just like a Uh just like a solid just like um you know more mild tempered uh podcast and maybe because vic wasn't there it just kind of I don't know, just you know, slowed things down a bit, but I like it. Um, after hours started with uh, more Vin Diesel fun. Um, we had our recurring twins guest callers, who we've seen many times now. I think a lot of times in after hours, um, they might have COVID. That's tough. Um, I liked the guy who called and had who was doing like the cover of nothing. That was fun. Um, you remember that guy who called with um, he like had the the pop punk version of uh, nothing. I don't think I actually finished all of that because I started to dive into Tim's side podcast talking about his album, ah. which we can talk about too. Yeah, because I did not get a chance to listen to that because I'm stupid and I didn't check the main... I don't ever listen to the podcast. I always watch it. So I know there was a... He sent out... You know, they sent out the letter that said, I just now looked and was like, oh my God, there was three podcasts about the fucking album that I haven't listened to, which I would be very interested to hear. So maybe I'll fill us in on... A little after hours, you fill us in on that. So... um. After hours, there was, you know, we we talked about, you know, Christina talked about how she lived in Greenpoint with uh, Al Pacino, and um, there was a fun little lip sync uh, bit they did where Tim did property and like Doug queued up the song and like Tim played along with it. That was fun for a second. Um, then you know that led to some talk about being anti cemetery and and what 
what people want to do with their bodies when they die, and they both had good answers. Doug was Doug wants to be cut into chops, butchered, um, and Tim wanted to be uh, decapitated and have a stick of dynamite stuck in his neck and then, you know, blow his head up in a field or something. You know, that's what he wants to do with his body. That sounds... <laughs> it's a very visual <laughs> thing to think about. Um, they got into one of the reviews of the show, of the album from Paste, um, which Tim... Because it wasn't, uh, wasn't an full excellent review tim was annoyed with this review this uh this pasty uh reviewer who was the equivalent of uh, human equivalent of glue that made me laugh a guy a guy who's called in before called in to say he he has quit drinking and since we've seen him before he he implied that he might have been drunk the other times he's called in and if you oh the guy that was sober for twenty four days or twenty one days right he, he I think it was maybe yeah I don't know how many days it was but um yeah that was an interesting uh it was kind of a weird that guy was that was just like a little little bizarre but um you know good for him and um, yeah yeah I'm with the, I'm I'm with the guy I mean I don't really drink um I kind of kind of quit drinking i mean i don't it's not that it's not like a problem but i can have a drink but um it's just not really something i do very often anymore um another guy called and asked about snacking and going to the gym this was like back to like regular old um calls stuff which is fun um and they uh the guy asked about sending Doug some drops and um, you know Tim had said you know you don't send uh, you don't send Picasso paintings <laughs> and say hey you should you know you should use this um, which I thought was very funny and then then Doug used a drop of my voice right after this part from last week which was funny and I noted you know the way to get your drops used or to be involved in the drops is to start a podcast about office hours. <laughs> and uh, that's how you do it, okay? Um, and then they got... What was the drop? The drop The drop was when we were talking about the City of the Day last week. Um, and we were kind of recapping it. And I, I re-said what they had said, which was the uh, thing about being um, pre-shucked, you dumb fuck. So like he had a sample of me saying that, <laughs> which then then it led to him like playing a little of the, the full the, the cream corn the the Cobb song. Which did you li did you listen to that full song? Uh, just the drops. I know he sent it, but I didn't download it. That it on the go. That one is good. It's a very very fun song. Um, almost as fun as Jeremy Renner's new song. Um, oh yeah, that they quickly turned off. Yeah, they did. They let roll and then cut it. The truck driver was back on, and I was really hoping they were going to play that guess the car game. They didn't. They instead talked about hot dogs and pierogies. Oh yeah, I was I was there for this part. Uh -huh. Are you a fan of pierogies? 
I mean, I don't think they're that great to be like, you know, an out of the way like fan of them. Like if they're around, I'll eat them. But I would never be like, oh man, I just want some pierogies. So I guess that's no. I don't know. Um, I'm an I'm Italian, you know. I like a ravioli or something like. Pierogies like just kind of it's kind of boring for me. But I'll eat them. I'll eat them. What about you? Uh, they're fine with me. I'm not running to get them. I just yeah. know that at, uh, at Tattooed Moms, they got them. So when you hop in, oh, the okay. I think on Tuesdays, that's the night. Oh, shit. We got to keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I've ne- I, like, I'll never order, like, unless I'm going to a place where it's like we have really good pierogies and you should order them. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not ordering them or seeking them out. Um... They showed a video of this guy eating the thing of cinnamon. That they just showed the whole video of that. It was just a little, little YouTube clip watching, which was funny. Um, really, kind of just went on. Classic. Classic cinnamon eating. You've never tried anything like that, right, Carl? The way the guy, guy described it was like scary sounding. You know, that like he closes up your throat and it feels like cement, and that, that doesn't sound. It sounds like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like COVID. Yeah, the cinnamon challenge. It's just like COVID. Um, yeah, just to round out the show, you know, Christina. Oh, yeah, Christina had talked about um, some of her experiences on some of the shows she worked on, and those sounded horrifying. Um, I don't know if you heard that part, not to, to rehash that stuff, but wow, was that... Um, you know, I guess it's not very eye-opening. It's just like, or shocking, really. At this point, at this point, you just you hear you hear crazy things like this, and you're supposed to be like, "Wow, that's terrible." But it's like, yeah, I'm really not that surprised. Like in this country, like no, I'm not surprised. Like you guys are everybody's. You know, half of the people in the country, you're in a room, and half of them are capable of saying or thinking absurdly offensive things without even really knowing that they're like being offensive a lot of the time just like i don't know i think in comedy though it also gets it gets messy because there's always that like line where you know i don't know the people that that try to get close to that line and don't know when you know when they've reached it or if they're you know if it's like ironic because it's racist or if it's you know what i mean it's like i don't know it's kind of a mess but these days, yeah, that shit is crazy. So, yeah, I guess there's going to be a whole podcast about that sort of stuff. Um, so I'll be interested to check that out um, for sure. Um, and they announced they're doing a game night maybe next week. Um, and they had a little drop concert, the movie news, which is that they gave it ben Levin, to yeah. Ben Levin, who... As we've watched his previous edits, uh, sounds like a match made in heaven for the drop concert, the movie. I was wondering how the, what they were going to do with the footage and how they're going to cut it up or chop it up or what kind of shit they were going to do to it. So I'm sure Ben Levin is doing some insane stuff to match sort of the insanity of all the drops. So that sounds like the right move. and um, And probably they were able to just like get it out of the, get it out their plate and say hey let's see if this guy wants to do it um and he uh this guy is a big fan and is probably gonna put in lots of hard hours of editing so 
And they said that's coming soon. So that's fun. So, yeah, the companion podcast to uh, Fear of Death. Did you listen to all of them or just? Uh, yeah, I listened to all three. Whoa. So without spoiling too much, what did you think of them? They dive into the album. Yeah. They listen to stuff that came before it. They talk about the album as is. Um, is it is it some... is it fun or are they fucking around a bit or is it like pretty serious? I mean, they recorded it in like January. It sounds like so. Okay, uh, a lot of it's from January and before, or January leading up to the release of like demos. Talks about what was going on with each thing and how the album came about. So okay, it's a good watch, especially if you're already subscribed. So it wasn't re- okay. So it wasn't recorded recently. So that they, that it was like before the pandemic. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I don't so think like anything that was super recent. Did you know? I mean, is that like noticeable? Like people's moods being so just like, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Like I had this music podcast that I had to bail on because I was like, the world's too fucking crazy to be talking about, you know, just bands and music and stuff, you know. And you know, I think we can probably get back to it at this point. And I'm just being lazy, but. I'm sure the energy around making something and, you know, kind of talking about your own work and like being excited about your own thing is that was an easier thing to do before COVID-19 to some extent. Um, Definitely. Was there anything uh, of note really interesting that interesting facts or anything that you'd learned that, you know, piqued your, that you thought were really cool? Um, How like the, where the inspiration for some of the songs came from like some of them definitely just came from office hours i think only the one but the other ones of uh specific points of wherever tim was at a certain time Mm -hmm. and then making this song based out of it yeah we've heard i've heard a couple of the i mean i did i listened to the when he answered the questions when he had the listening along thing Mm -hmm. and um yeah he um so I, I think I like the, I forget, whatever. I'm going to go back and listen to the stuff because I really like the record. I'm I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm, I'm worried that like it's going to, you know, you know when an album's like so catchy and good that like you burn out, you know, because it's like you almost want something that's more that like you don't like so much on first listen that like takes some work to really get into this album is uh-huh. wasn't like this album's like doesn't take any work at all like i love it immediately so i'm like not playing it all the time now because i just like want to savor it a little bit like those first few days i was just pumping it all the time in the shower all the time so i'm like all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna lay back so i don't like ruin this um wear it out in my brain but that's obviously a you know, that's a hell of a compliment is the way that's supposed to be read, um, that it's that good. So cool. Well, um, so we, su- we suggest everybody listen to that and, um, yeah, that's, that's about it for the week. I mean, pretty insane week. Um, shit, man, it's every day is going to be interesting here on out here. Um, so we'll see what happens with the world. Um, I saw that you did a new pod or a new podcast. Um, 
and I didn't really fully understand what the company does that you covered. You want to just tell me, tell our listeners a little bit about that? Sure thing. 87 over 80 is the most recent episode for my opening PHL pod that my girlfriend and I do chatting with the businesses and artists in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 87 over 80 is a mix of photography, but also um, creative input and kind of, I don't want to say merchandising, like they'll honestly shoot photos of whatever, but very well done photos that range from product shots to photographs. Danielle, how would you describe 87 over 80? It's styling. Styling of photography. Styling of photography. Okay. And photography. And, okay. Styling. So it's not all photography. Like they also like just help you with your, They do they help, uh, do they work with other businesses or like what's their? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a couple. Luke shoots photos. Jen is the stylist okay. making sure that things look nice and clean for the photo. They work well together and just decided to make their own little business because instead of, you know, let's say NFL is looking for a stylist and a photographer, they come as a package deal together. Okay. Do they do like um, web design type stuff or anything like that? or They have an online presence. Their Instagram looks very nice. Okay. Uh, we talk about that and what irks the other person, how they met, and what else? We, oh, we talked about some good stuff. Oh, how he got his camera stolen at a festival. Mm. Yeah. What kind of camera so, does, he, does he use? Did you find that out? I forget the name of it, but this one was like thousands of dollars. Is it a, ca- a, is it a Canon or is it a Probably. Nikon? I forget exactly. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. I, I, I'm i intrigued because I saw your posts and they were just kind of, they were a little on, on the more vague side as, you know, sometimes your businesses are like, we make pretzels. And you're like, okay, I, I know what that is. But this one was like, we're going to, you know, they're going to help you look cool. Or, you know, I, I can't remember how it was phrased, but I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if they do like, you know, social media rehauls and, they help businesses like um, I'm always looking for somebody. I hate doing social media for like my own stuff. Um, I don't mind doing it for like this podcast or for like the things that are like more just, you know, that I'm not trying to make money on. I don't know. It's hard to, you know what I mean? Like the stuff that like that I, the projects like the films and the, the record label and things that like I really put my hard energy into by the time it's time to like promote it or like make it look all sleek or like you put in the energy that you need to like make it a thing I'm like out of gas you know and I'm just like I can't I don't I just want to I just want to pass it off to somebody else and be like all right these are the films I've made this is all this projects I'm doing can you like make me a website and like do my social media posts because I can't like talk about this stuff and it's weird. I think a lot of people have that problem. Musician, a lot of musicians I know have that problem too. So maybe that's yeah, maybe that's what this company does. Maybe this company like kind of helps people in that world. Maybe. Yeah, definitely with their online presence or photo presence or video presence, mm-hmm. they make it look a lot better than if you were to just take a photo of it on your iPhone. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, everybody check that out. That is open in PHL. That is Carl's Airport Podcast. Um, so many great businesses in the airport these days. <laughs> so many interesting entrepreneurs opening up there. Um, so, yeah, check that out. That's on all the podcast networks. And check out Tiger Shrimp Records. Um Tim asked for some recommendations. Kind of, I was surprised by that that he um, wanted three thousand replies of people that, on the Patreon telling him what to watch and read. How do you how do you go through those? How, how do you decide which ones to pick once you have all those options? Who do you you just you hit Control F and just find? You just trust. You just trust like. Or are you looking for multiple? You're looking for like oh, if like many people said this one, then I'll check it out or. Yeah, okay. probably con- control F, and let's say that someone says Star Wars. You type in Star Wars, it'll say like one of not a good I- not a good idea to, to suggest yeah. Star Wars. I suggest I did write in. I suggested for him to listen to some of the music on Tiger Shrimp Records because I actually do think he would like it. I think everybody would like it. Um, but there's a new single that we that came out this week by. Uh, like a jazzy group called Holy Hand Grenade. They're like a kind of soul Afrobeat jazz group, and they're great. So check out Holy Hand Grenade. It's on Spotify. It's on Bandcamp. And, um, of course, there's other artists, like an artist named Indianola and Miwi La Lupa and Timothy James. Those are all Tiger Shrimp artists, and they're all different interesting music that, uh, that I do think Tim would like. And I also recommended the show Halt and Catch Fire, um, which is a, a show that I really liked that I, I'd actually was scrolling through some of the other, somebody else recommended and I remembered and I was like, oh yeah, that is if you've never seen Halt and Catch Fire, this goes for anybody I just suggest you watch it It's I think it's some of the best acting and some of the best writing on TV in many years, it was very overlooked there's like three or four seasons it has an, it ends, you know and like it, has, it finishes all up all nice I'd say it's kind it's kind of a little bit like a mad men in the 80s and 90s style thing but it's about guys that you know created computers and sort of like Steve Jobs type guys not really though it's like fictional characters but they're supposed to kind of you know kind of be uh, parallels to some of the you know industry uh tech nerd guys that created all the things we use now so very cool show um, did you did you suggest anything, Carl? No. If you had to suggest something, if Tim was like, Carl, what do you suggest? What do you you got anything? What music? Uh, it was music, TV, movies, books, anything. Just you could pick one. Anything to jump out of you these days? New, old, anything? Well, yeah, sure. Well, of course, solo project on Amazon. That's music. <laughs> that's that's it for movie. Uh huh. Um. Book-wise, he's probably read this, but I'm like 40 pages into an oral history of punk rock. Okay. It talks about Iggy Pop and the Ramones. It might be up his alley if he hasn't already read it. It's been out for like over 20 years, though. Um, and then music-wise... Just Zelda. Just nothing. Just don't listen to anything. <laughs> just take a day off. Just no music. I like that. Yeah, no ads. Nothing's going through your ears. It's just your thoughts. Oh, there was a book actually that reminded me because I like I started listening to audio books, which I'd never done before. But like 
during COVID, I started listening to audiobooks. I started listening to this book that was recommended to me um, by a by a guy that I always talk to. Like I talked to um, I talked to him about like the Lord of the Rings and like fantasy stuff, and uh, which I'm like I never I read the Lord of the Rings like the first book, but I'm not like a crazy guy with all that stuff. But I I do enjoy that kind of world. And he was like, <clears throat> check out this book called The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss and he said you might like it it's really cool and um I listened to it and it was incredible it was one of the best things I've ever listened to and I'm on the second book now but I've had less time to listen to things because I'm kind of traveling all over now um so I can recommend that too the name of the wind was was an amazing experience listening to it and I'm, I'm sure reading it would be the same so if you're looking for a fantasy book but not you know not it's good though you know what I mean <laughs> not it's not like trash fantasy it's not I don't know I didn't read Game of Thrones but it's not like Game of Thrones it's like about one guy I guess it would be like the story of how somebody becomes like the most powerful wizard but like Tell, like hearing his whole life story from like as a boy all through his life and taking it very seriously. It's pretty neat. So that's my book recommendation, The Name of the Wind. And that will end our show <laughs> in a weird note. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all I got. Any final thoughts, Carl? No, that's it. We covered it. It's over. Perfect. Um, everybody out there, as we say every week, I think, stay safe, be smart, you know, don't fuck around with this thing. It's getting worse, man. Uh, You know, I was just at a college football game in fucking Georgia and they let like, you know, 15,000 people into the stadium and nobody was wearing masks and all these, you know, 18 to 23 year olds are just partying and all you know i'm just like this is guys just hang on for a little while just hang on okay you'll be able to do that again i get it i get it you want to have fun but it's just never going to go away if we keep acting like this so fucking hell everybody chill out please stay safe wear a mask do the right thing respect your fellow man your fellow human and uh, be kind to each other. Right, Carl? Yeah, and tip your baristas. Tip your baristas, absolutely. Or baristas. Or baristas. Baristas. Um, yeah, is that a thing you do? Is that common? Tip your tip baristas. 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 Is that something that you should do? You do it? Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to. You should. You can't be you doing get coffee out. When you're stealing coffee from Wawa, I'm, are you leaving? Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> that's different. I didn't know we were going to tie back into that. <laughs> but know. they're not brewing it right there for me or getting it for me. I'm getting it myself. You can just toss a couple couple nickels on the on the counter when you leave with your Wawa. No, the goal is you just get in and get out in that case. Okay. All right. Well, whoever's making you coffee, tip, tip anybody. Tip Tip your valet guy, you know, not every time, but at least a few of the times, especially if you're parking your car every day. All right, that's the end of today's show. We'll see you next week. I think we have a regular scheduled show. 
maybe a game night. Um, we'll probably be doing this on Sunday. I'll try to get this up tonight, and we'll be talking real soon. Have a good one, Carl. See ya. Green Park, I'm in the car.